Hi, Pat the Podcast Editor here. With 2022 in the bag, now's a better time than ever to take stock of the things you've done. Well, in today's episode, the boys do just that, looking back on the year and reflecting on the biggest lessons they've learned. I spent some time preparing for this episode and looking back, and there's just lots of really big lessons that have been game-changing for us that I'm hoping through sharing this with you guys and the listeners, it will be useful for you. And Dan reveals one simple trick that made him feel nearly invincible in 2022. Having has made me more productive, felt better, be a better dad, fiance, do better at work, feel more motivated, feel happier. Now, before we dive in, we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors, Adobe Express. Adobe Express allows you to quickly and easily create standout social graphics, logos, flyers, and more on web and mobile. Click the link in the description to try Adobe Express today. Right, let's get stuck in. This is episode 127 of the Business Anchors podcast. We're just a couple of business anchors. Welcome to the Business Anchors podcast. This jingle is slightly too long. This jingle is slightly too long. Dan, what are the biggest lessons you learned in 2022? Quite a few things, actually. Quite a few things. A few big things? A few big things, yeah. I, I do think that 2022 was a big uh, lesson learning year, if that makes sense. <laughs> that does make sense. Yeah, I heard a lot of people say that. 2022, classic big <laughs> lesson learning year. I think we, we've, learned, we've learned things along our journey of running Knowlton. We've learned a lot of things, but look, like I spent some time preparing for this episode and looking back, and there's just lots of really big lessons that have been game-changing for us that... I'm hoping through sharing this with you guys mm. and the listeners, it will be useful for you. As you know, Anne, because we share our story with you and what we're going through in the hope that you'll find it entertaining and hopefully mm. you'll learn from our mistakes and the good things we do as well. So I think I think that will be positive for the anchors out there. Yeah. And I also think a lot of these, a lot of my ones anyway, are tied to mistakes we've made as well. So you can get an insight into some of the things we've done wrong. It's That's a good perfect. thing with you because you make so many mistakes. There's a lot of things you can learn. <laughs> exactly. And the oh. first one, the first mistake or the first lesson, I think one of my, my biggest takeaways from 2022 was to use data or use more data to inform decisions and stop doing things that aren't working sooner. So I flash back to a number of conversations I've had with Lloyd over 2022, where he sort of questioned things that we're doing and um, in terms of marketing and uh he sort of pointed out some things that have made me think, why are we still doing that? Like, and it's not just cause we're shit or I'm shit. There's, we do a lot of, there's a lot we do. So having someone else like supporting you to look at what you're doing and what you're responsible for and giving feedback has been really helpful. And one of the things is definitely um, stopping doing certain things sooner because they're not mm. working, especially when you've got limited marketing resource, time, budget, yeah especially when we're going into recession and, and budgets are being cut. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's important that you really spend your budget wisely and your time wisely. It's really interesting you put that down because I put a data in capital letters with lots of exc exclamation marks um, in my notes as one of the biggest things I've kind of learned from. And I think we're getting better and better, but I want to continue into this year using data more and more for our decision-making. Because like you said... We've looked back on things and it's kind of been like, I mean, we could, if we looked at the data there, we could have seen that that was an issue or that that wasn't performing as well, or that we could have improved this. 
and we could have made those decisions sooner. So yeah. I, this year, I want to try and use data better to inform mm. us. And yeah. I think already in our monthly management meetings, we've got we've produced this kind of summary page of all the things we track. Well, not all the things we track, the most the important things, we, things track. we track. And it's color coded to to show us if we're achieving things, if we're failing, if we're somewhere in between. And it's I think it's going to be a game changer for us of really quickly going, okay, so it's split into sort of financial, operational, people, things like that, marketing. Um, and each month, we, we look at it more than monthly, but each month reflecting on it and saying, okay, here's what the data's saying. Looks like we have some issues with our marketing or looks like we could improve our financial position mm. or, oh, we've got a couple of people issues here. What can we do? And making those decisions yeah. quicker and changes or improvements quicker based on that data. I do think we've we've definitely made big strides forward this year, like you mentioned with our monthly management meetings. Also something else in terms of like our own marketing, setting up a bespoke dashboard using Dash This, which is a really great mm -hmm. tool. And it's it's quite cost effective that you can use to bring in lots of different data sources to quickly and easily. And we have a weekly meeting every Friday with the whole team. Yeah. And we look at all of that data, all the different social platforms, the podcast, et cetera, to see how we're performing. So... But like I say, 2023 for me is going to be really a, about every decision we make. We need, I need to be, or the team needs to be saying, we're making this decision because that's what the data's saying mm. rather than just it feels good, like the right yeah. thing to do. Yeah. And I think it, having those little pointers is like someone poking you and going, looks like an issue there, better mm. look into it. And I think we've already seen improvements that when there's a slight sign of an issue mm. or something that can be improved, we see it a lot earlier now. Whereas previously, yep. as the business has developed, it's been much later that we find out and then we have big things to deal with. So I think that's really... That actually direction. is a very nice segue onto my next lesson, okay. which is to do with um, us starting to implement elements of the entrepreneur's operating system. And one of those key elements is our weekly meeting and the format of that weekly meeting to basically ensure we are tracking the performance of all the key metrics in our business. Um, and that has been game changing for us. But for me, the main thing that's done is, like you said before, it's made us aware of any issues much sooner. So each week we know if there's an issue rather than leaving it to a month, monthly yeah. meeting. It really holds all the individuals in the business accountable as well so we're checking through every client every project and people have to say if they're on track or not and mm. when you're responsible for something and you have to say yes it's on track or no it's not on track it makes you accountable and makes you think okay i've either got to make sure this is where it needs to be or i need to come to the team and ask for support or explain why this isn't quite working and we can then um kind of address those challenges but yeah the accountability to everyone is is really really good there as well and if you want to read if you're running a business and you want to read more into the entrepreneur's operating system we actually did a podcast episode on it episode 72 how the entrepreneur's operating system is a game changer which you can listen to also i really recommend buying um i think it's called what the heck is eos hmm. get on amazon it's like quite cheap and a short book that just explains what the eos is and yeah yeah really useful very useful, Dan. Um, what's your next uh, learning? As 2022 has been a big year for lessons learned. It has. Mm. One of my biggest lessons in 2022 was how amazing it is to have more regular breaks from alcohol. 
And I'm not going to yes. bang on about it because we've done lots of episodes on this. Or not lots of episodes. We did a whole episode on this and we talk about it frequently. But having more regular breaks from alcohol has made me more productive, um, felt better, be a better dad, fiance, do better at work, feel more motivated, feel happier. And at the same time, I also still enjoy drinking. But having those more regular breaks means that I have more of a healthy patch where everything's more level and then still enjoy going out drinking my friends every so often mm. i think if you're ambitious and or you have things that you want to achieve this year or in life or whatever <laughs> hopefully you do. The way I, yeah hopefully <laughs> well not you know some people are happy to to do what they're doing and mm. but if you if there are things you want to achieve a way that i sort of have summarized my experience with drinking a bit less and having those breaks is sobriety makes it easier to achieve everything as mm. in like whether it's my goals for health and fitness or being a better dad a better husband achieving more things at work when i'm having periods of not drinking it feels easier to do better in all of those areas yeah. it's like it's it's like i've taken some kind of supplement that's making me a better person but actually it's just taking out the jaeger bombs <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we've spoken about this, mm. so we won't go on any yeah. longer. But I, that's a big lesson I've learned this year, yeah. 100%. And we've done, again, if you want to listen more into that and hear our experience of doing that, episode 115, Having Breaks from Alcohol Can Change Your Life, is where we really dive in deeper of our experience of doing that. Um, I actually realised when preparing for this episode, most of our podcast topics are on things that we've learned throughout the year. So it's quite easy to look back at like yeah. things that we've learned. Like, oh, we've learned that. Let's tell the anchors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Great. Next one, Dan. What have you learned? Um, another thing, which is actually another aha moment recently. Aha! Is, uh, <laughs> is the importance of our creative comedic videos to us driving in the business. So early on in our sort of marketing video and social media marketing agency journey in 2017 we we created our first sort of comedic sketch and it drove a load of new business and that was our first sort of aha moment of like wow we can create these comedic videos that bring new business in since that moment we've continued to create those videos but we've also started to invest our marketing resource in other areas like building the friday club which is our weekly email newsletter in this podcast in speaking at events in going on po other people's podcasts and doing a whole range of things. And I think for the long term of us growing Knowlton and the Knowlton brand, spreading that resource across, like putting our eggs in lots of different baskets is really important because putting all of our eggs in just making funny videos um, isn't a good strategy. So I think it's really important. But I also think the biggest lesson this year is we still need to have that focus on those creative videos as well, because that's something that is proven to consistently bring in new, lucrative, big, good, nice opportunities for us. <laughs> big, good and nice. And we've noticed uh, after, had a couple of months of like not doing much of that and trying to be very efficient with things and our new business dropped basically. So we're not at a stage now where we can just suddenly stop doing that and do this other great stuff. So I think, my lesson is to keep that momentum going in 2023 and bring out new creative videos. Coming back to the data that we said earlier, we noticed this because we track everything mm -hmm. so precisely. So we could look at the amount of new business leads that came in, 
um, the amount of times we've been contacted by people, the value of the new leads that came in, all that sort of stuff. And we could see that when we had periods of not uh, putting out those creative videos, that those things dropped. So again, going back to the data thing, so important. And that's what allowed us to, we actually said, oh yeah, it does seem like that lines up with us not releasing any new mm -hmm. videos and, and that going down a bit. And when we checked, yep. yes, there was it. Um, and uh, another big lesson for me this year is about building relationships. Okay. So um, Lloyd and the team recently have been taking the piss out of me a lot more because I've been going to these fancy dinners in London and having cocktails with middle-aged women. Um, <laughs> this is how Lloyd puts it. Um, just, you know, normally what you seem to be doing no. when you're out of the office. But um, <laughs> although it's nice to network and things, I have definitely started to realise even more the importance of building meaningful relationships with other business people in the business world. And the reason and the reason I've realised that is because of, like looking at lots of new opportunities that are coming in for us that are really important now, I think back and think that's because I built a meaningful relationship a year ago or two years ago that has now only just come to fruition and something good's happened from it, whether it's a new client or a sponsor for the podcast or yeah, just something that's going to help us achieve the goals at Nolton. It's genuine relationships, isn't it? It's very rare. You know, we, we don't have these kind of weird approaches to like, let's target this person and build a relationship yeah. with them. But when you look back, like you said, oh yeah, we, we helped those guys out and we, mm. um, we hosted an event for them or we spoke at that event and then we met this person and then that opportunity came 18 mm. months later through them. And it's, it's so clear that there's yeah. a big, um, I can't think of the word correlation yes between those things and i think uh, an action for me and i think you guys should as well listeners i'm just going to start saying yes more to meeting people in person because of covid and stuff that died down a lot but obviously i'm going to like work out if it's you know just saying yes to like you're gonna be inundated with people going, can i meet <laughs> no, no, not you? those. but you know what i mean and we actually just anchors if you if you actually want some useful actionable advice for how you can build better relationships Episode 119, why relationships are critical to growing your business um, and how you can build them is an episode you should listen to because we go into a lot more detail. Can I tell you something that I've really learned? Go on. I've been thinking a lot about lately. that Businesses are nothing without people. And I just think this year I've noticed so much because our team are so strong mm. right now and it's been a journey to get there. There's been ups and downs and and challenges as we've grown our team um i've realized how much of a massive effect like even if on paper like you have everyone's cvs laid out mm. and people are like they're, they've got the same qualifications it makes such a difference the type of people that you're working that with that is so true and i think at the moment we've got like such a great group of like creative intelligent caring kind people mm. a few words to just to describe them <laughs> and um it just makes such a massive mm. difference like and weirdly i don't know if people would think this but having a group of people with those qualities it makes a difference to the quality of the work we produce definitely does and it's because if you're working with a load of people that you know have got your back and like you actually genuinely like and mm. you enjoy working with and all that stuff you just naturally do better work <laughs> and like yeah. i there's been times in the past there's been a couple of people that have, have in the past negatively affected 
the business and the mm. kind of atmosphere and the way we all work together and um and it's just so clear on reflection mm. that that has a really massive effect and if if there are people that aren't quite right it doesn't mean they're terrible people no but if they're not right or they're having negative effects on other people mm. it really is something to identify you need to sooner identify take action sooner really quickly I agree. um but yeah i love working with our team and mm. i know we're doing the best work we've ever done and it's yeah and and for a lot of our clients as well i've noticed those that focus on people have really strong businesses in a good place mm. and those where they've got it's just issues with people it's kind of a machine you think this isn't gonna last no. long like it might be okay now but there's cracks appearing mm. because these people don't give a shit about each other yeah they're you're not treating them as well as they should be treated and you mm. can see those cracks and how long term it's not gonna i also think off. we're fairly fortunate as the team grows bigger i think it's going to be more challenging mm. like comparing us at our size 10 to 12 people to like 50 people yeah i bet it's i, I can imagine it gets more well, difficult there's a higher chance you're gonna have those people that don't have a positive effect mm. and have to deal with those issues but um yeah i i think because we realize how important it is now I'm hoping also like we've all we all know what we're looking for and we'll see those mm. those red flags if they do yeah. come up hopefully. But yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Team Knowlton. Yeah. You are lovely people. Also, sorry I didn't ask you your lessons sooner. I didn't know you had any for this episode. So, you know, you kept asking me, what are your lessons you've yeah. learned? And I just kept reeling them off. <laughs> I'd normally ask you. Dan but... <laughs> has learned to ask other people questions in a <laughs> no, conversation sorry, sorry. occasionally. G give us another one if you've got some more, Lloyd. <laughs> no, that's awkward because I've said my three. <laughs> okay. It was about sobriety, data, and people. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, I've got a couple more then. Yeah. <laughs> Back to me. Yeah. <laughs> Please, ask me when I haven't got any and don't. <laughs> ask me when i have got some <laughs> um second to last one another big lesson is uh don't be afraid to talk about the good work you're doing or the good things you're doing i think sometimes when you sort of publicly speak about good things you're doing as a company if it's good things you're doing in terms of client work or in just terms of like supporting your team or the local community or the planet i think we get sort of hung up about looking like we're boasting or like oh they're you know people you can feel a bit nervous about people thinking like oh they're just showing off mm -hmm. whereas personally i know there's definitely there's an etiquette to this so you don't want to be like boasting but from a from a business perspective com clearly communicating the good things we do has been vital in our growth this year like looking at some of the most impressive campaigns we've run for like wall and uh, in collaboration with Peaky Blinders and, and actually really cr making an effort to speak a lot about that and tell everyone about that and show everyone what that's achieved has been huge for us in driving new business. And I think some people sometimes I've even seen comments on social. Sometimes we've posted stuff and, or in other people's content and people have sort of commented saying, Oh, look, they're showing off again. But I think it's it's hugely important. And I think um, something that uh, we did an episode on was when we got called out for greenwashing, mm. which um, was episode 109, if you want to listen to that. Um, because, yeah, we, were, we started to talk publicly about the things we're doing with our positive impact plan. And we got questioned about if we were just saying that to look good. And we obviously weren't. And we did a whole episode on that. But I think it taught me a lesson to, yeah, say the good stuff you're doing. 
Uh, yeah, because we were being questioned because we hadn't communicated the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then when we answered and communicated what we're doing, like, oh, yeah, great. <laughs> yeah. Hmm? Um, my final biggest lesson for you, and this I've mentioned this in multiple episodes and we've discussed it in multiple episodes. If you have anything to do with creating video content for social media, you must, must be focusing on short form vertical video for 2023. And I'm not going to go into the big spiel again like, like I have before, but um, all of the social platforms are optimizing for short form vertical video. So it's really important that you start creating that style of content. And we've noticed and we've shared lots of data to show how much better our content is performing when we're focusing on a short form vertical video strategy as a first sort of starting point. And also it also makes our our content production way more efficient because we can repurpose that short form vertical video on multiple platforms like YouTube shorts, TikTok, reels that are helping us generate more organic reach and engagement. So, um, and I think we spoke about that in last week's episode or oh, no, two weeks ago. Was it last week when we talked about social media trends? No, it's two weeks ago, I think. Two weeks ago? Yeah. Three weeks ago, maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So there's some of the biggest lessons. So anchors, you need to... Be sober, make some creative videos, base your decisions on data, um, make sure you understand the value of people. And relationships. And relationships. Um, Publicly talk about the good stuff you do. Whilst making vertical videos. <laughs> and you will have a successful year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, Anchors, and... Yeah, please let people know about this and please support Business Anchors next year. If you do actually enjoy Business Anchors, please do tell other people about it. Post about it on social media, tag us. And a um, big shout out to the people who featured Business Anchors in their Spotify wrapped. Yes, this year. thank you, everyone. Because That's you... quite a while ago now, wasn't it? Yeah. But thank well, you last for year. that. Last year, yeah. When this yeah. goes out. <laughs> uh, we, yeah, we don't, we don't record these in advance. So it was definitely a while ago. <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, it was, I mean, I, I couldn't open my... my Instagram stories because I've been tagged in so many <laughs> I couldn't use it properly but thank you for that guys um, and we'll see, see you in your ears, ears next, next week, week.